Welcome to the Steelers by the Lake podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner, all the way from Texas. Cody, how are you doing today? James, I'm doing great. I think that's the first time in the history of this show that you introduced me as my first and last name. Uh, no, second time. I did it last week, too. Did you really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like just caught that. I was like, he's never, I don't feel like he's never said Cody Tanner. Uh, but yeah, James, I'm doing all right. I'm living life. How are you doing, my boy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Showing people how efficiently things can be done at work these days. Oh, yeah. You, you got to. You won't believe this. I got little John back by 1030 today. Dang. No one's going to know what that means. No one's going to know what that means. That's a good time. That's a good time for work. Um, for a, sure. A record for him, man. <laughs> it's not great for it's not great for you with being hourly, but I'm sure you stick to, sticked around and helped other people out. Stuck around. That's the word. Dang, oh, I was there until three thirty. I was yeah, good. You were. All right. So we're gonna talk numbers in review real quick. Steelers by the Lake podcast numbers. Uh, we're gonna go over the top uh, countries and states from last month, from February. So James, yes, and by the way, thank you all of you very much. Uh, it was an awesome, awesome month for us. Uh, our biggest download month since last March. Uh, so beat every single month all season long uh, and everything in between, including last, last draft season as well. So really appreciate all you telling your friends. Uh, if any of you are returning listeners that used to listen to us before, I saw some of those states popping back up that we used to see all the time. Uh, if you were gone for the season, we missed you. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Please reach out to us on social media, you guys. Let us know if you guys want to be, um, if you have something you want to share on the podcast or something you want to share with us. We'd love to have more people on the show uh, that just want to talk Steelers football. So we'd love to talk with you and, and see your input on the draft or the season last year, the rookie class, whatever it is. Um, let us know. We'd love to chat with you guys. We'd love to chat with the listeners and uh, just talk football. So with that being said, the top countries... Uh, we're going to go top three here. United States, number one. Shocker, I know. United what? Kingdom coming in at number two, uh, followed oh, yeah. up by number three, Canada, in that third spot. So thank you guys from all across the world. That's crazy. Uh, the UK being number two this month. So that was really cool. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, appreciate every single one of you. Now, in the United States of America, we have a new number one from last month, uh, the state of Nevada. Wow. Coming in at number one, uh, edging out Pennsylvania, who was in number two position, uh, Utah in at third, which not a normal thing for them as well. Not at all. Uh, number number four, your neighbors down there in Texas, Cody, ooh, 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 uh, ooh. and then tied for number five, California and Arizona, two of our normal top competitors there. Uh, Love so, to see it. Appreciate every single one of you. And if you didn't make that list, tell your friends and then you'll make the list. Yeah. Share it, share it with your friends, your family, <laughs> share it with anybody who wants to listen and talk Steelers football. Uh, we love that. You, what are you doing? Five star reviews. Make sure you get those five star yeah. reviews on Apple podcasts. Yeah. James will uh, have a conniption on the show and just love to talk about you and just share the uh, review. If you actually write absolutely. a review as well. Uh, now it's time to go. Works. You give us a review and we will absolutely read it on the show. Even if you want us to just advertise your business by giving us a five-star review. No problem. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. You let us know. Uh, moving on to Steelers news. And then at the end of this, we're going to talk combine because the combine happened this past weekend. The results are in. We're going to talk winners and losers of that. Uh, but Omar Khan, the GM says he would like Trubisky to remain a Pittsburgh Steeler, James. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds like Omar would like to see an extension done. Uh, there's rumors here that it could be the option that Pittsburgh goes, that if you extend Trubisky, uh, you're able to cut down that cap number for this year by pushing more of it into future years rather than this year. Yep. Uh, so if that's a appeasable situation to Mitchell, hey, why not, man? He'd be a nice backup quarterback to to hang out here with with Kenny Pickett, seems like the two of them have good chemistry. Uh, no issues with them you know, nipping at each other's throats or anything like that. You know, I mean, nope. just last week they were sharing a practice field down in Florida together. So uh, I like the way they work together. I like the way that they're trying to help each other get better. And uh, I'd be absolutely welcome to having Mitchell as the backup quarterback for a few more years in the future here. Um, but we'll see. You know, at least it's nice to hear the man in charge saying, Sure, we'd love to have him around for a long Yeah, time. yeah. He's no Charlie Batch, but we'll take him. We'll take him. 
No, but he works his butt <laughs> off. You never know. He might get there. You know, yeah, very possible. <laughs> um, on the defensive side of the ball, James, some exciting news. Yes. Omar also said the contract negotiations have begun with Cam Sutton. Uh, the team will be prioritizing Cam Sutton as far as anyone is concerned. Uh, now, how much they pay him, who knows? You're hearing rumors anywhere from $8 million a year all the way up to like $15 million a year. I hope so it's it just not It depends 15. on who you talk to. No yeah. offense. I don't <laughs> think he's worth it. I don't think he – listen, you give him 11 or 12, I'm okay. 13, yeah. he started – I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what when, we'll see what happens. You, when you start looking at his production from last year, the QB rate thrown against him, that sort of thing, uh, then he matches up there with the the top fifteen type paid corners in the league, uh, which is going to command thirteen million or a hair over. Yeah. Uh, but you never know; might get a little bit of a hometown discount there since. Uh, he's only ever been a Steeler. Might want to stick around. Maybe he has kids in the school districts there. Who knows? All the deciding factors of a job that you just don't think about when you talk football, but they're real factors. That's it, man. That happened with Tyson Alualu. He was supposed to leave in free agency. Yep. Uh, something fell apart in the deal. Uh, the The paperwork wasn't officially done. Pittsburgh said, hey, you know, we're still here. And he said, you know what? I don't want to uproot my family. We just had our, our dream home built here. The kids really love the school districts. Let's just stick around for another year. Yep. Uh, so. You never know when things like that come come to be. You know, maybe you had some family move in town that, that grew up somewhere else. And now if you go to another team, they're all going to have to move too if they want to go to all your home games. Uh, there's a lot involved with this stuff. So yep. um, it'd be really nice to have Cam back. Uh, I think that if they bring him back, he's the clear-cut best corner on the roster. Currently, yeah. But Akilah Witherspoon's up there. For- the killer was rough. He had a rough year. I know he had a rough year. He had a rough yeah. year. Yeah. I would love for, for me to be able to say, I think a is the better corner, <laughs> but I'm not being truthful with myself. If I say that, so. that's fair, <laughs> but him and Levi, you know, they're not a bad tandem. And, Maybe you bring in a rookie, a high caliber rookie whose dad played for the team or something like that. And then you just, uh, there you go. You got your trio of corners for the future. Uh, but we'll take it. We'll see where this goes, right? We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But there's a lot to talk about from this NFL scouting combine that just concluded. Uh, they did it out of order completely from normal. They had the defensive yeah. linemen and, and edge guys uh, and off ball linebackers on day one. Then they went to the DBs, which. Usually they finish up with the DBs. They get the last yep. day. Uh, then it went to your quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. And then the final day, offensive linemen uh, and running backs. Uh, so something to look at every single day as far as what would be appealing for Pittsburgh. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and let's kind of go through the groups. The defensive line group uh, was the first one that we got to see on the field. Uh, and I felt like for the most part, it was kind of underwhelming for the big guys. What we would consider defensive linemen for the Steelers, like those 300 plus pound dudes. Uh, the one that jumped out at me as far as somebody who I felt uh, represented themselves really well uh, was Mazzy Smith out of Michigan. Uh, now, Mazzy was known for being a really athletic freak. Uh, he weighed in at 6'3", 323, 33 and three quarter inch long arms, which is fantastic length for a defensive lineman. And then he put up 34 reps on the bench. Uh, so I was really impressed with what we saw out of Mazzy on this. Uh, and then I don't think he even really competed in anything else. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't get any short shuttles or jumps or anything like that. Uh, but as far as length and strength, he checks both of those boxes out. Uh, and had good production when he was at Michigan. So uh, somebody I think that Pittsburgh should be keeping a close eye on. Keanu Benton uh, checked a few of the boxes as well for Pittsburgh. Uh, he is somebody that a lot of people were talking about. Is again, fitting the mold, 6'4", 309, 33 and 7 eighths inch long arms, which is fantastic length again. Uh, and Keanu put up 25 reps on the bench. Uh, so respectable number, but Mazzy's the one that really – really jumped off the the uh, the tape for me. A lot of these other guys, you know, a lot of talk about Brian Brees and Gervin Dexter. Uh, these guys came in with short arms and only benched 22 reps. Yeah. Usually short arms means you can put up more reps. Uh, so that makes me kind of question what was the commitment in the weight room while you're there? I mean, a pound dude, you know, 295, 300, 
with short arms, why aren't you benching more than 22 reps? Yep. I get it on the guys with really long arms. You know, those dudes with 34, 35-inch long arms, you got a long ways to go to get that rep all the way up. 32 and a quarter, man. Quick yeah, ones. That's, Quick that's ones. Less than average. You're not going anywhere near as far. You ought to be able to throw it up a lot. Uh, that makes me nervous because a lot of people were talking about uh, both those guys, Gervin Dexter and Brian uh, Brees, uh, as possible Pittsburgh Steelers first or second round, you know, guys that, that fit height and weight-wise, but they're not check-marking the, the length, and that's a big thing for me because anytime Pittsburgh's had defensive linemen that don't, that don't have really good length, it shows up. Yeah. Uh, most recently, we've seen it with Larry Joby. He had a tough time disengaging off of blocks. Great penetrator, really muscled up athletic dude, uh, but had a tough time disengaging. Henry Mondo, previous to that, I know Henry was not drafted, but he was like 31 and three-quarter inch long arms. Yep, Didn't help him in the process. Uh, go back a few years previous to that, uh, former first-round pick Ziggy Hood. Again, short arms. Ziggy couldn't get off of blocks. He'd get double-teamed and just washed out of plays. Now, you get those guys with the length, they seem to have that advantage, and then they're able to take that coaching to the next level uh, and really show what they can do. So um, that was kind of where I looked at it. P.J. Mustafer of Penn State. Yeah, he's a loser. Combine. He's a loser for yeah. this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Disappointing combine. I, I felt ran slow, only benched 19 reps, he, short he, arms. He was the least, Just, yeah. was the least bench presses um, out of the yeah. lineman category, and I think he was the slow, he was also the slowest, both. Yeah, one of yeah five four one forty. That's yeah. not a good look, you know. I I felt watching him at Penn State that two years ago he looked a lot better than last year. Uh, he put on some extra weight, probably anticipating having to play nose tackle in the NFL. But I felt like he was a lot less bursty and a lot less effective coming off the ball when he did. So. Yeah, I feel like it was. I feel like it was not calling him fat by any means, but I feel like it was an unhealthy weight adjustment. Um the yeah. the the way that the way the strength and conditioning coach there or maybe it was just his managing of his nutrition whatever it was wasn't a healthy balance of um the weight gain that he wasn't able to maintain strength in my opinion because i agree he looked i mean there was he was talked about a lot in last year's not the draft process but before of like this is a guy next year potentially blah 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 he was talked about a lot and then to come out and be the bottom performer almost across the board um not a good look for him at all. Someone that I thought was also uh, a big plus for this was the guy out of Pittsburgh. Um, I don't believe he benched, but he ran the 40. He was pretty quick. Uh, Kalijah Cansey. Oh, uh, yeah. Ran yeah, a 467. 467 uh, for him was a great number for him. And then if you look at the other measurables for him, uh, third, it's, uh, the only problem here, again, short, short arms. He's not even 31 inch long arms. So yeah. that's a that's shortest a, of the group by a mile by yeah. a mile. He only did 40 yard dash and 10 yard split. He didn't do any of the other categories, um, but they have him uh, the NFL network or NFL.com or whatever claims that he's going to be a potential starter. I'm not claiming that at all, but to come out and run a 40 <laughs> like that, maybe you transition into an edge position. Maybe you transition to outside linebacker. Yeah. There's options there for him with that. Um, so looking forward to seeing what happens with him. Pittsburgh native guy. So say yeah, it. yeah, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent on that. Um, I think that his best fit is going to be as an edge guy, maybe in a four or three system. Yep. I don't think you can play him on the inside at 280 pounds. Sure. He can beef up, but he's going to get slower. And what's never going to change is that arm length. Yep. Um, a lot of people try to make the comparisons of him, uh, versus, um, Aaron Donald, right? Aaron Donald also coming out of the University of Pittsburgh also was like 285, 290 when he came out. Difference was Aaron Donald had 33-plus inch long arms. This guy has 30 and 5 eighths inch. Uh, it's two and a half inches difference, which is an enormous difference. Yep. Uh, so, sure, he's quicker, uh, but such a distinct disadvantage size-wise uh, and length-wise would make it really difficult for him to win on the next level, especially as a run defender. Uh, he already struggled mightily in college against the run. If he didn't get penetration, if he got one-on-one -on -one with somebody, they basically outmuscled him every time because he's he's just small for a defensive lineman. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be a real issue for him. Even if he goes to the edge, I think go, defending the run is going to be an issue because when you get on the edge, 
who do you go against in the run game? Offensive tackles. Well, they're a hell of a lot longer than usually. Yep. <laughs> so, so he might be situational pass rusher as his best role at the next level, which if that's all he is, then you're not, probably not touching him before the fourth or fifth round anyway. True. Which very true. sucks for him. A very explosive, very athletic football player, but sometimes size limitations are a real problem. Maybe, maybe you should switch sides of the ball and play running back. Maybe. Maybe Please another winner. Back, man. Another winner <laughs> I have uh, staying on the defensive side of the ball here. Uh, cornerback, uh, Brian Branch. Brian Branch uh, ran a 4.5840. One of the slower times in the 40. Not slower, but. S- not exactly speedy, uh, but put up 14 reps on the bench. He ran a 1.56 split and did 10.5 on the broad jump. Uh, performed very well, was ranked number one by Next Gen Stats for the NFL out of all the cornerbacks in his production score, um, which is basically just saying his skill-wise on his numbers was average top. So winning, okay. winning for yeah, him for I- sure. I didn't realize we were going straight there. Brian Branch actually is safety out of Alabama. They listed him sure as a safety? Okay. Yeah, well, he played safety. <laughs> He's listed as a uh, cornerback on NFL. Uh, yeah, I see that. Uh, he did play some slot while he was there, uh, but he was a safety. He's the top safety. I wonder if they have him. Place. I wonder so. if they have him looking at that for NFL. Curious. Yeah, that's why he was such a high rating because they're, they're qualifying him as a safety, even though they got him listed there as a, a corner, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Fair enough. Uh, but small and, and and not a great 40 time for him. That's a little concerning, but his, his tape is fantastic. Uh, if we're going to stay in the cornerback room, which I say, let's let's just stick there since JP, we've got those guys. JP squared? Right now. JP squared? Let's talk about Joey Porter the second. Yeah, let's talk about him, man. Joey Porter Jr., a uh, nice 446 40-yard dash. His measurables came in fantastic. Uh, nice and long. What was it, like 34-inch long arms or something? 34-inch like long arms, 10-inch wide hands. Yeah. Yeah, huge hands. Uh, he, he just he did great all around on it. And he's a good uh, size at 6'2 and a half. Like, he's not short. He's not a short corner. He's decent-sized. Gosh, this is, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find all this stuff. You're good. I got it all here. So he did a 1.5, 10-yard split, 35-inch vertical, and a 10-9 broad jump. He didn't do the three cone, and he didn't do a 20-yard shuttle. So uh, 17 reps on the bench. That's a good broad. 17 reps on a bench for a kid that's 193 pounds is is incredible. 34-inch long arms. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about that. How embarrassed are you if you're a 300-pound defensive line reps with 32-inch long arms? Joey Porter's 193 pounds, and he did 17 reps. Who's in the weight room? Probably Joe Hayden still. Joe yeah, <laughs> Hayden's definitely in the weight room. He lifts weights! Uh, but so does Joey Porter Jr. Uh, he had some fun stories about uh, getting to practice one-on-one against Antonio Brown while his dad was playing for the Steelers, which is just fun. And the, and, high well, well you know that was before AB made it big, too, because Joey Porter wasn't around when AB was going through all that stuff. So I can't imagine. Well, yeah, it had to be. Probably oh, it was when he was coaching. Days, right? It, it might have been when he was coaching, not playing. Yeah, he was in high school at the time. So that was like four years ago, basically. Yeah. So, he was, uh, so it, right it was when Joey end. Porter was coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be. Had to be, but yeah, real nice day for Joey Porter Jr. Uh, has to be somebody very much so on the radar for the Steelers in the first round there. Uh, in addition to him, uh, you definitely know Christian Gonzalez, one of the top corners in this year's draft. Most people having Christian Gonzalez as the number one. Um, just trying to figure out where they got him here. Four, three, eight, forty for Christian Gonzalez. Again, consensus number one corner in this draft class, 6'1", 197 with 32-inch long arms. So he fits that that bare minimum requirement there. Uh, a 1'5", 10-yard split is very, very fast. And 11'1", broad, 14 reps on the bench, plenty, plenty strong for a corner. Uh, so his coverage skills, tremendous. Physical attributes, uh, even better. Yep. He's probably going to go in the top 10. I can't imagine Pittsburgh having any chance at drafting him, uh, but their first pick is the only way they're going to get any shot at this guy. Um, 
past him, some other guys that, that had some nice days. Uh, Deontay Banks out of Maryland, and Maryland being an important note, uh, obviously because of Mike Tomlin's ties there with his son playing at, at the University of Maryland. Um, Deontay Banks, six foot, 197 pounds, uh, 31 and three eights on the arm. So he's like just barely squeaking in there. Uh, but a, a four yard dash time, uh, absolutely incredible. Four, three, five. Yep. 40 yard dash with a one, four, nine, 10 yard split. That's acceleration, uh, on a whole nother level. 42 inch vert, 11.4, uh, on his broad, just absolutely incredible. Uh, so some guys really, really showing extreme athleticism. Uh, in uh, Emmanuel Forbes is another one you might be able to get in the second round or so. Yep. Uh, had himself a nice day, but real skinny. 6'1", 166. Uh, but 4'3", 5'40", 1'4", 10-yard split, 37.5 vert, 10-11 on the broad. Very explosive, very fast. Yep. You so, want to talk – where do you want to go now? Uh, do you want to get back into defensive ends and linebackers? Yeah, yeah, that's We kind of skipped past that. that. No, that's fair. Okay. Um, so for DNs, the big guy that really, really splashed, uh, Nolan Smith, right? 439. Uh, that incredible, yeah, incredible 439, 40-yard dash. Now, this is a 235-pound linebacker uh, who played a lot of edge at Georgia. He's going to have to beef up if he's going to play edge in the NFL. Nobody plays that light. And it's why Not he didn't – it's probably why he didn't bench. Let's be real. Oh yeah, yeah. Realistically, if if you're that fast, you're training for speed, you're training for good jumps. Uh, you're looking at, it, and he did all that, right? Like yep. everything that he did at the combine, uh, he really lit it up. Uh, when you're talking about a linebacker type, and I guess he weighed in at two thirty eight, so that's better than I thought. Uh, Thirty two and five eighths on the the arm length, so he's hitting that minimum there. Forty one and a half on the vert and ten eight on the broad, just incredible uh, for a guy almost two hundred and forty pounds. Uh, so he's turning some heads. Some folks say that maybe his best position at the NFL will be off-ball linebacker, not edge. If that's the case, I'm in at 17. <laughs> yep, I would, I would agree <laughs> with <I'm> that. In, <laughs> yeah, uh, he would be an incredible attribute. So uh, some pretty impressive performances by some of these guys. Derek Hall out of Auburn put together a day. Uh, we're a well put together kid too. He would translate as a, a three, four, uh, outside linebacker for Pittsburgh in their scheme. He's a six foot three, 254 pound kid, but 34 and a half inch long arms is incredible. Uh, and he, he put together a nice day, a four, five, five, 40, 33 and a half uh, on his vert, 10, seven on the broad, uh, and a one, five, nine split is very fast, uh, for a guy that size. Uh, so liked what I saw out of him as well. Uh, so Definitely some stuff here and there to see on this this group here. Uh, Will Anderson, the top outside guy, uh, definitely had himself a nice day as well. Uh, so uh, the pick guy we talked about, Habakkuk Baldonado. Yep. Four seven eight forty yard dash. That's not too bad. Uh, six four two fifty one thirty three inch long arms. One six seven on his ten yard split, which is very good. Thirty five on his vert, good. 10 foot even on the broad. Good. 21 reps on the bench. Not bad. Yep. We take I that. think that's a good performance for him. Uh, and I would say Pittsburgh should definitely be keeping him in mind. If he somehow slips until those later rounds, you got two seventh round picks. I think you'd be ecstatic to grab him with one of those two seventh round picks and, and kind of give a little more depth to that edge room. Yeah, he basically didn't he didn't blow any numbers out of the water. He performed average across the board. Um, but again, this guy's 6'4", 33-inch long arms. This is a guy that you can easily turn into something if you get the correct coaching in there. And interesting fact, he's from Italy. He's from Rome. So Yeah, very neat, huh? Yeah, interesting fact about the Pittsburgh guy there. Um, the one loser that I, I'm going to talk about, and I don't mean to be this in a rude way, but... Um, when you get invited to the combine and then you perform like this, it's kind of sad. 11 reps on the bench was what this guy got. Ooh. Andre Carter from Army. Uh, six, six and a half, oh. 33 and three eighths yeah. inch long arms. Just unfortunate, man. And didn't run the 40. He did the vertical jump and the broad jump, which he performed okay in those. But just the 11 bench reps, uh, that's rough. That's rough to come out there as a linebacker 
And who's he going to bully? I mean, he can't defend the run with 11 no reps one. on the bench. There's no way. So yeah. unless he's a, a pass specialist only, um, even then he didn't do the 40 yard dash. You don't know if he can keep up with the top tight ends in the league or the running backs out of the yeah. backfield. So unfortunate for and him. You look at it. You look at his jumps too. a uh, 30 inch vert and a nine one broad. Uh, that's not great. Nope. So you're at least looking for a slender guy like that to have good explosiveness, good quickness. Uh, and he didn't show that either. So nope. you want to go offensive uh, line? You got to question it. Yeah. Um, off ball linebackers. Let's off finish ball? up okay. the defense before we switch back over. Uh, so this was one of the fastest groups that I didn't expect to be anywhere near as fast as what they were. Uh, so we're going to talk a lot about that um, right out of the gate. Trenton Simpson in most people's book is the number one off ball linebacker. Just had himself a tremendous day athletically. Uh, six foot two, 235, a good weight measurement for him. Uh, 32 and three eighths inch long arms. Not bad for a middle linebacker, especially since he's six two. Um, the, what, what really pops off four, four, three on a 40. Holy crap. Right. Yep. And then 25 reps on the bench. He was a well put together kid. You could see it. A lot of these guys, uh, you know, they, they look like they're in college still and they're not really well developed with their, their muscular built yet. Uh, that's not the case with Trenton Simpson. He is every bit of a, a developed football player in, in muscular human being. Uh, he's the kind of dude that, gives you flashbacks on what you had athletically and height and length kind of stuff with Ryan Chazier. Yep. There's a couple guys in this class that remind you of that length and that athletics stature that you had with Ryan. And I think that this might be the class to get your athletic, tall, long dude. And yeah. none of them are really tall and really well built, right? Probably the best combination of the two is going to be Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Uh, and Jack put himself a nice nice day together uh, based off of his size. Mm -hmm. you know, one of the biggest off-ball linebackers in this entire group, uh, probably the biggest, at six foot five, 249 pounds. Uh, people expected him to run slow, and he ran a 4.65, which for a guy that big is actually really good. He shows on tape the ability to mirror and wide receivers, a uh, good change of direction, a 37 and a half inch vert and a 10, eight broad is very impressive uh, for a guy that size. Uh, so he's got the lower body explosion. He did really great in his shuttles uh, in that one, five, nine, 10 yard split shows great burst. Uh, so kind of a guy that reminds you a little bit uh, of what you had with Brian Urlacher back in the Chicago days, uh, that, that tall converted safety kind of guy real rangy and can still yep. hit you with power. Uh, Jack Campbell has all of those attributes uh, and put together a much better than expected uh, show there at the combine. Um, Drew Sanders. I don't think he did any of the drills, uh, so I'm not going to really find him in any of this list here, uh, but Drew Sanders looked incredibly athletic going through the drills. Uh, so he did all the drills, didn't do the workouts though. Uh, so that's somebody I think that Pittsburgh should definitely be looking at. Um, and yeah, of course, he's not even going to come up on this. Nope. Uh, but played some off-ball linebacker. He played some middle linebacker. Uh, great instincts and great athleticism uh, coming off the ball. I'm going to go with the list that I've got from the other site here so I can at least give you a height weight on him. Um, Drew Sanders measured in at, let's see here, 6'4". 235, 32 and one eighth inch long arms. Um, again, just one of those planet theory kind of guys that tall, really athletic, good build to him. Yep. Incredible instincts can cover in space very easily. Great change of direction. Uh, Pittsburgh has been lacking having a middle linebacker with the height, athleticism and size of some of these guys. Um, uh, and there's a few of them in this draft class, man. And I really feel like Pittsburgh would be doing a disservice to themselves to not grab one of them, knowing that what you have on the roster right now, Miles Jack in the last year is deal, a seventh round dude. And then maybe you bring back Rob Lane, another undrafted dude. There's a void there. 
we don't know what we're doing towards the future and there are some highly athletic dudes here who could really help fill in the blanks of what should be done in the future yeah no i agree i don't have anything else to add to the linebacker group if you don't uh let I can see I, if there's anybody else there that jumped out at i'm me. ready to talk um, offensive line when you are that's for sure yeah yeah oh there was some nice stuff going on oh last one real quick shaka hayward yes uh distant relative of <laughs> i knew you're gonna say and it connor you're gonna say it <laughs> there he is i know it, it is what it is right it's been Some, confirmed. Somewhere. it's like a, a cousin to the 10th degree or something uh but there is a relation of some sort uh shaka was 6'3 235 34 inch long arms which is very good length on a 4 5 3 40 1 5 4 10 yard split uh, his jumps were decent, 22 reps on the bench, so he's pretty good strength. Uh, another kid I'd be interested in, in in a late round flyer. Again, that height and speed stature that you're looking for. So if you don't go with one of these t- higher tier guys, maybe you grab a guy like Shaka with that that fourth round pick. Uh, or if he's somehow there in the sevens, maybe he's one of your seventh round flyers. Yeah. Yeah, you ready for offensive line? I'm going to talk tackle first. All right, let's talk tackle. Cody Mock out of North Dakota State. Uh, Stud. Even his picture looks like a stud. He's missing like his two front teeth, and I love it. Uh, But performed very well. Ran a 508-40 as a a 302-pound lineman. That's not bad. 29 reps on the bench. That's phenomenal with 32 and 3-8-inch long arms. Uh, Did a 1.79 split explosive, 29-inch vert, 9-inch broad. Uh, Again, the biggest thing here is... We don't, we're not shirt up at the offensive tackle position. We don't have depth. We may not even have t- technically starters, or we could improve starters. Uh, when you look at that left side of the offensive line for Pittsburgh, this is a guy that could come in and potentially be a starter in a few years, in my opinion. And I like him because his name's Cody. Interesting fact in high school, he played <laughs> nine man football instead of 11 man football. So, and he set the record, nice. he set the record for his high school for both sacks and touchdowns and went into college <laughs> to be a tight end and then put on 40 pounds and switched off as alignment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun story. Uh, Cody put himself together a nice weekend. Uh, was it the shrine? I think he was at it the, was the shrine. shrine or was he at the senior? I think yeah, it was shrine. So uh, he played well. He played in three different positions, the tackle center and guard uh, at that bowl game. Yep. And that's because they're concerned about the lack of length in his ability to translate the offensive tackle at the pro level. Uh, one thing that is not a concern is his kid's heart and his ability as a blocker. Uh, tenacity and honestly he's got a really infectious personality they interviewed him uh, after the combine and asked him about the two front teeth and how did this come about Uh, and apparently he was in the seventh grade playing basketball uh, and dove for a loose ball and went head to head with another kid on his team and knocked the two front teeth loose and they just never fixed him just wasn't a priority. It still has not been a priority. He said his mom will be on his case after he gets drafted to get that fixed. Probably. He'll have the money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he will have plenty of money. I'll be surprised if he lasts past the third round, I think. I really hope uh, they're gold. I really hope they're gold. Oh, that'd be incredible. <laughs> <That> <laughs> to match his incredible. red hair. Again, if you guys haven't seen this guy's face, red hair, long red hair, luscious locks. Uh, hilarious guy. Other tackle I want to talk about. Maybe you have more than this. Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Uh, oh, yeah. He looked good, man. He looked, had a good day. He had a great day. Unfortunately, didn't run a 40 or the 10-yard split. Uh, did 9-2 on the broad jump, but also put up 29 reps on the bench. But he did look good in the Very practices. Um, 36 and an eighth inch long arms. Six foot six. That's incredible. He's the, he fits the role, James. He fits the mold. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, when uh, you're looking for guys with the length he's an ohio state guy unfortunately but you know what we got santonio San holmes and he was a super bowl mvp so yeah <laughs> and ryan shazier was amazing and cam has been one of the best defensive linemen in the nfl yep there's plenty of success stories out of ohio state we've had some struggles there too, mostly with, with pittsburgh with, and that's uh, okay that's okay yeah <laughs> yeah with the uh the former second round offensive tackle that yep. never panned out for pittsburgh yeah. and he he's been a, some guys but this is he is a Cincinnati native, so there might be some rivalry going on there, but we can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> His family is going to have to convert to black and gold if he gets drafted, buddy. Uh, but he's expected to be one of those offensive tackles, one of the top three. And potentially uh, could saying, fall to 17. Yeah. You possible. never know. Absolutely. You never know. Yeah. 
Him, Broderick Jones, and Peter Skaronsky seem to be the top three names at offensive tackle that most folks are talking about. Yep. Uh, Broderick Jones uh, put himself together a really nice day, a 4.9740, which is very uh, athletic for an offensive tackle. And is is build exactly what you're looking for, 6'5", 34 and 3.8", 311 pounds, uh, just exactly what you want in an offensive tackle. Uh, Skaronsky, on the other hand, Short arms, that's the big question mark on him. Uh, his ability as a blocker, kind of like Cody Mock, is not in question one bit. Peter Skaronsky, an excellent, very highly skilled, very technically sound blocker. Problem is he's only like 32 and a quarter inch long arms. Yep. Uh, so can he make it at offensive tackle? A lot of people expect the answer to be no there, unfortunately. Uh, if that's the case, they're saying just can kick him inside the guard and he'll be some guard day one uh well what are you looking for though that's my question to Steelers fans that's my question to the Steelers front office are you looking for an improvement at tackle or are you looking at an improvement at guard or are you looking to draft a guy who maybe can play all of that I want to play him <laughs> I want when I draft him I don't want it to be a well I think you know if it doesn't work at this position he can play that position I want to hear about that that didn't work real well with Kendrick Green when when we said, well, he only played guard in college, but we think he can play center. And if that doesn't work out, we'll just put him back to guard. Well, it turns out he's good at nothing. Uh, so <laughs> I want to hear something definitive with a plan on this guy. Uh, one guy that really impressed me out of the offensive tackle group, uh, Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Yep. Uh, Darnell didn't do a lot of different drills here, right? Uh, he basically did the 40-yard dash and the jumps. Uh, yep, but a 50140 uh is pretty dang good for a guy that 6'5, 333 pounds, 33 and three-quarter inch long arms is impressive. And there were a lot of rumors in the senior bowl uh where he played exclusively right tackle that the Steelers were kind of all over him. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised one bit if this is somebody that is highly on their uh probably gonna have to get him at 32 if you're gonna get him. I don't yeah. think he'll last down to 49. He seems to be one of those dudes that nobody's really talking about as far as a first rounder, uh, but I would not expect him to, to last all the way to 49. So definitely somebody we should have on our radar uh, as far as offensive tackles. Uh, Anton Harrison put himself a nice day together as well. Uh, another one of those top offensive tackles that probably you'd need to get at 32, uh, not at 49. Yeah. Um, Want to go interior offensive lineman while we're here? Yeah. Uh, Jordan McFadden out of Clemson had a, a decent 40 time, ran a 499, 34-inch long arms. The, the length is there, even though you don't necessarily need it as much in the, in the guard position. But the big thing here is, does he have the ability to, um, to pull? You know, Pittsburgh's, the NFL in general, has a lot of pulling guards, pulling centers. Uh, but he performed fairly well with a little low on the vertical jump, 28.5. Uh, but again, he didn't do a bench, which was upsetting. I wanted to see a bench out of McFadden. And then also John Gaines, uh, the second, had a good 40 time, but kind of mediocre throughout the, the time there. 501 on the 40-yard dash. Um, those are two of the guards that I was kind of keeping an eye on, but neither of them popped out the way that I was hoping they would. Uh, so for me, there were three centers that I really had my eyes on, uh, and then a guard uh, right in the same area there. So John Michael Schmitz, the center out of Minnesota, yep. uh, most people's center number one, uh, came in looking like, oh, what a good comparison. Thor? Yeah, let's go Thor. Just rocked up, huge boulders on his shoulders, uh, just really, really dense human being uh six three and a half 301 he was rumored to be playing at 320 so he might have dropped a little weight in order to try to run faster do the drills faster 32 and five eighths on his length is not incredible but you know what two years ago we were really concerned about the length on creed humphrey and creed humphrey was like 32 and a quarter yep. uh, so he's got a half an inch on creed humphrey's length and creed's been just fine he, he went immediately was one of the best centers in the nfl uh this guy even more physical 
uh, just a complete butt kicker on the football field. Uh, put himself a nice rep of 26 reps on the bench. Uh, a 5-3-5-40 isn't incredible, but we don't need lightning fast when we're talking about centers. We need te- technique. We need density. We need somebody that can't get pushed back easily. Uh, John Michael Schmitz is everything that you'd be looking for in a starting center. The guy that probably did himself the biggest favors off of his measurables from this uh, is going to be a local guy. Uh, we're going to yeah. talk about Juice Scruggs out of Erie, Pennsylvania. That's right, our hometown. That's where he went to high school, uh, Juice, at least. Yeah, yeah, where he went to high school. Where is he from originally? Ashtabula, Ohio. Oh, he's from Ashtabula? Yep. Good for him. Do you have his stuff in front of you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ran a 5-2-2 40-yard dash, 29 reps on the bench, uh, only an 8-foot-6 broad jump and a 32-inch vert. Uh, but again, the guy performed fairly well, was ranked ninth on a total score out of all the uh, centers in the combine, so lower on the center scale. But quite frankly, he came out and he looked good in the drills. And, and a lot of the times that's what's important for some of these guys is looking good in the drills. 6'3", 33 and a quarter inch long arms, 301 pounds. Uh, again, a Penn State boy, which is why we're so fond of him. And from Erie. He's an Erie native technically um, with going to an Erie school district. But we love to see that. We love to see another guy from, I mean, you know, he's it's another James Conner kind of situation. Granted, James Conner was from Erie. Uh, but this guy went to high school yeah. here. Cool story. Uh, nice to see that happen for a local person. Yeah, yeah. So great measurement for juice, right? Uh, what you want to see is, does this guy have the juice? And he does. He's got the size. He's got the length. Uh, and that bench press 29 reps, tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous for a young kid like that. Uh, so I think juice did himself a lot of favors in this. Uh, and especially when we're talking about, like, there's three centers in this class that I really had my eye on. He measured the fastest out of all three of them, uh, which only helps you because you're talking about how quickly can these guys get to the second level if they have to chase a middle linebacker, can they do it? Uh, Juice clearly has the abilities to do all of those things. Uh, now, the last uh, center that I was keeping an eye on uh, is a kid out of Michigan, Olu Oluwatimi. Um, now, I, I caught some Michigan games this year. Being a Penn State fan, you're going to watch some of the rival teams. Yep. Uh, and you're going to watch them when they play your team and then the playoffs and all that. Uh, good day for him as well. 6'2 and a half, 309, 32 and three quarter inch long arms. So he's he's hitting those thresholds, you know, right right about the minimum of what you're looking for. His 40 wasn't good. It was a 5'3'8, uh, but 29 reps on the bench is very good. Uh, so plenty of density, plenty of strength, uh, and a good enough amount of length. Uh, jumps were 29 inches on the vert, 9-2 on the broad. Uh, so he's showing at least a, a moderate amount of athleticism. Not great athleticism, not awful athleticism, uh, but very good strength. Uh, so that's somebody that you, you should have on your radar as far as a later prospect. Um, then our last guy uh, is going to be, uh, where is he? The guard out of Florida. I don't have him. Uh, Osiris Torrance. Osiris Torrance, a lot of people have him as a first-round guard. Uh, massive human being, 6'5", 330, 33-and-7-eighths-inch-long uh, arms. That's the stuff I really wanted to see uh, is where does he really weigh in. Where 23 reps on the bench isn't incredible, but he does have a really good length. Uh, a 5'3", 40 is not really good on the speed, but that's not his game. He's known for being a muscular, uh, not known for being a speed or body beautiful kind of guy only a 23 and a half inch shows you he's he's more comfortable being on the ground (laughs) but big mauler of a human being uh so that that was not a a bad way in for him you'd like to see a little quicker you'd like to see a little bit stronger uh but on the field his strength really shows through yeah um where do you want to go now do you want to go tight end room there's only one guy i want to talk about in the tight end room uh Again, this is a position that, depending on if Gentry stays or not, Pittsburgh may not even have a need necessarily here or a blazing need. Uh, but a guy out of Georgia, Darnell Washington, performed insanely well. Uh, 21 reps mm-hmm. on the bench, 4'6", 4'40". Uh, the, the biggest thing that people were talking about was his the, the drill with the, the blocking uh, the sled the drill. Sled. The blocking sled. Yeah. He freaking dis- mm-hmm. I mean, they were talking about him going to score a touchdown on that. When other guys were barely moving this thing, he picked it up and just moved it. A good, probably mm-hmm. seven or eight yards, maybe even more. Um, with ease. With ease. And the other guys were 
moving it three or four at max. Um, yeah, and then stalemating. <laughs> yeah, and then it just stopped. So this is a guy 6'7", 34 and 3 eighths inch long arms. He's going to be able to block for you if you need it as well. Um, but he, the talk about a deep threat. And holy cow, mm. guy would uh, yeah. help anybody. And the only the, here's the main reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I, it's fun to go back and see guys that we talk about in this draft process who go and do good things. You, you want to talk about the guy from freaking last year, Xavier Woods. Um, or not. No, what's his name? Was that it? No, the Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods. I don't know why I said Xavier. Yeah. Jelani Woods, Jelani, who went yeah. to the freaking Colts and had the one game where he blew up and scored two touchdowns and and mm-hmm. then they and then they didn't play him again. He barely got any field time. Uh very yeah. unfortunate. But I it's fun to see where guys that were like, these guys are gonna be something. This guy blew up the combine and is clearly on people's radars. Don't be surprised if he doesn't go. I mean, he's gonna he'll be gone easily by day two. Um, yeah, yeah, he won't make it to the fourth round. No, not so, a chance. So interesting to see where Darnell Washington will go. Again, I don't expect Pittsburgh to draft a tight end in the first two rounds, three rounds, uh, but you never know. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things that let's say free agency hits and they lose Derek Watt and they lose Zach Gentry. Now you probably got to look very hard at uh, over to fullback, which leaves you absolutely naked behind Pat Fryermuth. Uh, and he had two concussions last year. So you need a high-quality number two tight end because you never know what he might have to fill in and play if something were to happen. If this continues being an issue with Pat getting concussions, uh, man, you might even be looking for a starter. So uh, very important that you have good depth there. Uh, I absolutely love the most impressive thing to me about that blocking sled drill that you were talking about, yep. Cody, is that usually the guys that have an issue with it are the tallest guys. Uh, because the key to that sled drill is hitting that as low as possible so that when you explode into it, your hands don't get too high. When they get high, you lose all your power. He mastered it on the first shot. Clearly, this is something that he's practiced for a long time, but he was known as a dog uh, in college football. Darnell Washington, somebody that would just be an incredible middle of the field asset, incredible uh, in the run game as well. Now, a couple other guys. Definitely caught my attention. I was keeping a close eye on Brenton Strange out of Penn State. Again, I know, big shocker, James watching the Penn State guy here. Uh, but his, his weigh-in was favorable, 6'4", 253, arms a little bit short at 31 and an eighth. Uh, but a 4'7", flat on his 40 isn't bad. 23 reps on the bench was the strongest tight end on the entire group. 36-inch uh, vert and a 10'4 on the broad shows really good lower body explosion and one five, seven on that 10 yard split too. Uh, just not the top end speed. Uh, but what Brenton was known for in college was catching the ball and breaking tackles, getting the yards after contact. Uh, so that's a big key for Brenton there. Uh, and then one of the guys that I was keeping an eye out for again, caught a little bit of Michigan football this year, Luke Schoonemaker. Uh, I wanted to know how did Luke look? Uh, what did he do in this? Uh, Luke didn't bench, but he came in at 6'5", 251, and he looked a little bit thin on tape. Uh, so that's that's a good size for him. 32 and 7 eighths inch on the arms, which is really good length. Ran a 4'6", It's pretty dang good, man. For yeah. a 250-pound tight end, that's good. Uh, 33 and a half on the vert, 10'7", on the broad. So good quickness, good lower body explosion. Uh, Luke Schoonemaker would make a really nice receiving tight end threat. Yeah. It looked like you have something to say here, Cody. Yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on I'm just kind of tracking who Pittsburgh actually met with as well while they were at the Combine. Uh, Brenton mm-hmm. Strange did have a, a meeting with the tight ends coach, Alfredo Roberts, but it was unclear if it was formal or informal. Um, so I'm just kind of keeping track on these things. And the offensive line, there was a ton that we met with. Um, so yeah. that's definitely a clear target for us moving forward. Um, oh, no doubt, man. They talked to a ton of them, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, you want to move to wide receiver room? There's only really one that I'm interested in. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it a guy with the first name of Jordan by chance? Okay, let me clarify. There's two. It's I'm only <laughs> interested in him because of the play with he's played with Kenny. Uh, the yeah. other guy that I'm interested in is another one that Pittsburgh met with that was informal. Uh, by the name of Zay Flowers from Boston College. Um, Zay Flowers, if I'm not mistaken here, I got to find his stuff again, uh, was one of the faster 40s, ran four, a 4 4 40. 4 4 two forty. 
Uh, didn't bench press or anything. One five three ten yard split, thirty five five vertical jump, and a ten seven broad jump. Pretty athletic kid from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Boston College. Uh, five nine short guy, kind of give you gives you a Deontay Johnson type feel. Um, so curious to see what we could potentially do with him in the Boston College. Um, just curious what we could do with the kid. That's all. He sticks out in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I this was a class that I wasn't paying as close attention to as I did uh other groups. Mm-hmm. Just I don't feel like it's as big of a priority for Pittsburgh. It's not. Uh so I I'll be stunned and kind of upset, honestly, if they take a wide receiver in the four rounds, unless they do what I've been talking about wanting them to do five months, uh, which is trading back from 32 to acquire a bunch of assets. Uh, and then at that point, I'd be okay with spending an additional pick, uh, an earlier pick than what they have currently uh, on a wide receiver. That's just because you got that that first round pick, you got two in the second round, one in the third and fourth, and then there's no fifth or sixth. Nope. That's a huge gap. And then two seventh round picks. Uh, so where you can kind of get some some depth pieces, typically there's just a huge gap and a huge lull there. Uh, so. Not a class I'm as over the top about. Jordan Addison ran 4-9. That's the former uh, Pitt Panther that played with Kenny Pickett. Uh, and came in smaller than expected, didn't run as fast as expected. He says he had a, uh, a lingering back issue that he was dealing with. So, yep. take that for whatever it may be. Uh, quarterback that stole the show, Cody? Quarterback. Oh, my gosh. Um yeah, Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, four four three forty, ran faster than a handful of guys. Um, on top of that, oh, his stuff didn't pull up for me. Um, man, he's on the wrong side of the ball. He looks like he'd be an incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, right. he he did a ten nine broad jump, a forty point five vertical jump, uh, ran a one point five three split. His athleticism score, uh, which they ranked these from, I believe. I don't want to say it's it's probably zero to 100 or zero to 99 or whatever it is, but his his athleticism score based on NFL.com was 99. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think that's versus other people that have been at the position that did, and he's just he's the top of the list. There is no 100. You're yeah, yeah, and he 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 even had a uh, he even suffered a season-ending injury in high school and has come back from that very very well. Um, I don't remember what it, what the injury was that he had, but it was actually aired on a Netflix series, which was really cool. So he's actually been quote unquote famous before this kind of um, in high school, but yeah, Anthony Richardson. And then on top of that, uh, the quarterback that Pittsburgh met with was Clayton tune out of Houston, uh, a Texas native didn't do anything crazy. Ran a four, six, four 40, uh, 1.55. Yeah. 1.55, uh, 10 yard split. 37-5 and 10-2 on the Burton broad jumps. Not bad numbers, honestly. Very good. That's um, really good. Didn't bench press, which, you know, whatever. Smart. Yeah, prob- <laughs> probably. Um, but again, Pittsburgh will need a backup at some point. If they get a quarterback late again, don't be surprised. It might happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those seventh rounders was a, a QB at all. No. And then the only, I only want to talk about one running back personally. I don't know if you want to talk about any of them. Uh, Chase Brown from Illinois was a guy that Pittsburgh met with. He's actually from London, Ontario, Canada. Uh, ran a 4 4 not too bad. 25 reps on the bench, not horrible. Not horrible. 31, 31 inch long no, that's, arms. That's really good for a running back. Yeah. Uh, for 210 pound running back, that's really good. Yeah. And he's 5'9, a 40 inch vertical jump and a 10 7 broad jump. Very athletic. Uh, Incredible. Very athletic individual, so I'd be curious to see if they bring in another backup. Again, we have Benny Snell, we have Jalen Warren, we have Najee Harris, uh, Anthony McFarlane. These guys are there, potentially. Uh, interesting to see what they do moving forward, whether pending free agency and other moves. So, Yeah, yeah, especially with Benny being an unrestricted free agent. Yep. Um, if you're going to bring him back, I can't imagine paying him more minimum. If you get an opportunity at a highly athletic kid like that, great. But I, I wonder that I think Chase Brown's probably going to go a little too high for Pittsburgh. To More get, than likely. Get a shot at More him. than likely. Yeah. Because they're not yeah, drafting a running back in the first or second round. Yeah. And I think he, he'd be hard pressed to get past the third round. I, I imagine that he'll be going quite a bit yeah. earlier than that. But 
But yeah, any safeties? You know, I, I just realized we safety. We class. talked Branch a little um, bit. Um, the guy yeah. from Pittsburgh. What's his name? Is it? I, I am I confusing last year's draft with this year's draft? I feel like I am. No, no, there is a pit safety. Um, I don't know if you ran a forty. That's might be why we're struggling to find them right now. Um, I wanted to say, but there was a pit safety, Brandon Hill. Brandon Hill. Yep, that's the name. There he is. Yeah, yeah, four four three forty yard dash. Uh, I want to say he was undersized though. Yeah, five ten one ninety three. Uh, so uh, a little bit smaller for a safety, probably more of a free safety than a strong. Uh, but really, really fast, really explosive. Fifteen reps on the bench is good for a little guy. Yeah, uh, Jordan, so Jordan Battles another another name that I've been hearing move around from Alabama. Six one thirty two inch long arms, two hundred and ten pounds, four five five forty. Seventeen reps on the bench, not horrible for his numbers right there by any means. So yeah. And you were just talking about um, Chase Brown, his twin brother, Sidney Brown, uh, safety in this class, also had a real nice performance, 5'10", 211. Yep. Uh, he ran himself a 4'4", 740, a 1'5", 110, split 40 and a half inch vert, 10'10 on the broad, 23 reps on the bench. Uh, highly athletic kid, uh, well put together, not real tall, but with the density and the uh, athleticism, uh, definitely somebody could play strong safety. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we're finally f- discovering somebody who Pittsburgh could possibly target as a long-term replacement for Terrell Edmonds. You'd like to see better height, uh, but you know what? Troy Polamalu did just fine at 5'11". Yeah. So. The only interesting thing about him, I would note, is that he did opt out of his team's bowl game to prepare for the draft. Um, yeah. It's a hit or miss nowadays. It's a hit or miss nowadays, whether yeah. you want to view his his uh, commitment to getting better for the draft or his ability to just say, Hey, I'm going to quit out on my team and not play in the bowl game. Uh, yeah, it's tough. There's pros and cons to both sides of it. I'm I'm not even going to get in, get involved in that conversation because that's a whole big thing. Um, yeah. Speaking of conversations that some people are avoiding, some people are go getting into uh number one draft uh, eligible defensive tackle. Yes. Let's talk about it. Jalen, Jalen Carter out of Georgia. Uh, so, um, it was an interesting weekend. It, it, it hit the news right before the combine, um, which is weird because the whole event happened back in January 15th. Uh, but apparently he was in a vehicle with one of his teammates. Uh, there was a second vehicle who had a Georgia staff member who was a recruiter. Uh, she had another football player in her vehicle Unfortunately, at about 2.30 in the morning, there was lots of tape. It looked like probably uh, traffic cameras of them racing and basically like racing each other, uh, street racing throughout the city, uh, speeds up to 104 miles an hour reported in the incident. Uh, She ended up taking a turn too tight and hit the front tire with the curb. It went through two telephone poles and bounced off two trees yep. uh killing her and her passenger unfortunately her blood alcohol level was a 0.197 uh which is highly intoxicated um he was interviewed by police at the scene when it happened the police determined they had no reason to be concerned of him having consumed any alcohol uh so he was allowed to leave the scene uh they eventually decided to uh, pursue charges for uh, reckless driving and racing, I think, were the two charges. Yep. Uh, which, if you're driving 104 miles an hour and racing regular streets, those are both fair things to charge someone with, no doubt. Yep. Um, but I think the important thing to to say here is that this young man is not being accused of driving intoxicated. He's not being accused of driving someone off the road and causing them to die. Uh, he's not being accused of any of that stuff. He's just being accused of driving in excessive speeds, which he's admitted to. Uh, well, actually, he says he's going to be found innocent of, of the charges, but uh, it seems as though he's probably guilty on driving fast and racing another vehicle. Uh, but if that's all he did wrong in the incident, it's tough to say that most people when they're his age didn't drive a vehicle way too fast at one point in time. We just were all fortunate to have never had an accident like that where there was a tragedy at the end of it. Yep. 
Yep. So I'm not... I think that probably people that are trying to push a bunch of dirt on a little overblown. Uh, but there's a possibility that this could take them off of two's draft boards. Yeah. Yep. And that's fine. And that's dandy. And he, the, the important thing here for me, in my opinion, was he actually left the combine, uh, left Indianapolis, went back to Georgia, went to jail, po- posted bail, and then went back to the combine and performed. So, um, good to see that. Good to see that effort out of him and, mm-hmm. and his commitment to, to the process of the NFL combine and everything. So that's good for him. Uh, that's yeah, going to do spoke it to the interviews. He, he got measured. He didn't do it. Uh, cause that had already passed by the time he got back, but you know, it seems like he, he faced it head on and he he's, he's not shying away from it. So you got to give him credit for that. Absolutely. So that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, if you guys have anybody that you think was winners or losers for this year's draft, let us know in the comments, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening, feel free to DM us on any of the social media accounts. Uh, that we have at Steelers by Lake. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. But on YouTube, subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off. Peace.